All right, ladies and gentlemen, so whether you're a teacher, pastor, military member, salesman, marketing expert, doesn't matter. My next guest has literally changed the way that I speak. Uh, he's a published author, marketing executive, successful entrepreneur, published author, uh, wrote the books Brief and Noise. Uh, he's the creator of the Listen podcast. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Joe McCormick. Sir, thank you so much. Yeah, good morning, sir. Thank you so much for being here. It's a, it's a huge honor. My pleasure. My pleasure. So, uh, yes, sir, I, I attended your, your workshop in Southern Pines probably in uh, 2017, maybe. Uh, it was amazing. Like, it was literally life-changing. I'd never been... It was awesome because uh, I didn't have a choice. So, you know, I went and I didn't really expect much. And uh, just had a blast, like the way you guys set it up, the curriculum, and um, just all the material you cover. Uh, literally, ever since then, I, you know, I took the book home, I read it, and uh, I have like I have promoted this book to everyone that I talk to because if oh, you... I'm so I, I'm so happy to hear that. It's funny, Jose. It was funny when we when I started the Brief Lab in in 2013. I've been doing marketing and helping executives communicate and business leaders and whatnot for, for better part of 25 years. But when I started teaching the courses, one of the things I hear, which is super motivating is, man, I wish I knew that 10 years ago. Absolutely. Years ago. Absolutely. And, yeah. and people start to people feel people start to realize like they, they're good, but they can be so much better. And we start to get at like, all right, uh, here are the things that you need to do to when you're successful and here are the things you need to avoid when you're not. And, it's it's really gratifying to hear what you said. No, yes, sir. I like I said, I, I promote. So my actually, my dad is a pastor, uh, and I gave him the book as a as a gift uh, about a year ago, and uh, literally his sermons are now like twenty minutes. So there's a congregation somewhere in Florida that thanks you deeply because <laughs> uh, well, there's a fun, there's there's a funny line that said like the the, the definition of a of, of a good sermon is to have a really got, good beginning and a really good ending and to keep those two parts as close together as possible <laughs> exactly <laughs> yeah like yeah uh, yeah so there's a lot of people that owe you a lot of thanks um, oh that's 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 funny but so sir really just uh you know obviously one of the things that people so for those of you who aren't familiar uh mr mccormick just talks about making a bigger impact by saying less right and that's why this podcast is generally about 20 minutes or less right because people can't focus but sir what are your thoughts like why can't people focus like why is it so damn hard these days to sit and even though the meeting is important i know i need the content i know i need to listen but i can't pay attention i mean there's there, the biggest reason honestly is the ease of information how easy it is to disseminate it and how easy it is to digest it and and people kind of they redefine their professional life as I consume information all day. I get into work and I sit in email, I yep. send emails, I yep. text. I mean, it is easier than it's ever been in the history of humanity to generate information. I mean, if it's you true. just look at like what you can do on your smartphone, it's for, so for people, um, it's like drinking from a fire hose. So, right. so from morning till night, I am basically defined as a person who's consuming information or, or sending or receiving. And, when when I started this work, there's this expectation and frustration I heard years ago defined as the an unfulfilled expectation. People wow. get frustrated when they when they when somebody starts talking, 
and it takes them a long time to explain what they're talking about. They want them to get to the point faster because Absolutely. they need to move on to the next thing. So now it creates this sort of embedded frustration where I'm consuming information, but my phone, I swipe it and I go on to the next thing, but in a meeting, I can't. Okay. Or in an uh, email, yeah. I got to scroll. Through. It's all, So all that creates this frustration. And what I set out to do is to say, well, if you made it shorter and you made it clearer, you would give people time back and you would alleviate frustration. And I, and my answer is it's a fixable, the communication part is a fixable problem, but you don't need to be communicating in, in, all day long. You, there's times where you need to communicate and there's times that you need to listen and people need to practice a little bit more self-control and, 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 and think about how they communicate and where they're wasting people's time and, and, and more important, wasting their attention. Yes, sir. Because attention is a valuable resource. Absolutely. Absolutely. I, I think, but I, I think one of the greatest things I love that I, I took away from your book was uh, it takes a lot of work to be brief. Like it, it, it does. But you're, what you're doing, though, if you think about it, when you the, you're spending time in advance preparing to make it shorter, there's a quote that said, I would have written you a shorter letter if I had more time by Mark Twain. <laughs> and it was originally from a guy named Blaise Pascal. But the point of right. the quote is I take time in the beginning so that my update to you is shorter to save you time. So I'm paying the price, but so that you don't have to pay the price. Sure. And that's what and that's what professionals do is professionals yes, prepare. Absolutely. In advance. And and amateurs don't. You know, I think the world's filled with a lot of amateurs that just send information out. They don't even think about who's receiving it and how long it's gonna take for them to consume it. Yep. No, that makes perfect sense. What what are the most um like I said, I have a I have 167 service members that I that I brief every single day, and uh, I I keep these principles in mind, right? Because it's really it's disrespectful to waste someone's time at the end of the day. I mean, time is valuable, and it's it, it's absolutely frustrating, right? I hate the biggest thing that frustrates me to hear is, "Oh, I'm just thinking out loud." It's like, why are you thinking out loud on my time? Yeah, right. Like that that just irks the crap out of me. Well, they use it as an excuse, but yeah. the thing is, it's not. It should never be used as an excuse. I mean, there are times to think out loud, but it's, that shouldn't be the an excuse for you not to prepare. I mean, one of the problems is you got 167 people that you're talking to. I I just talked to a friend of mine who's a general manager of a business in Chicago. He's got 350 employees, and he's responsible for it. Sure. Regardless, there's a lot of people. Is what happens when you over communicate to people is you certainly waste time and you frustrate them. But one of the bigger problems that you do is you create confusion and people have to do rework. So mm. if you think about like, I'm talking to a hundred and some people and I didn't prepare. And then I start talking. They all hear something different. They all think they should do something different. You think everybody understands. They start doing what they think they should be doing. And then you check into them a week later and you find out that they all did the wrong thing. And then everybody's got to redo it. Oh wow! Yeah. What would it what would yeah, what would it look like if it said okay instead of me just talking on the fly, I took and this is where you know I started a new program called Quiet Works. Oh it's, yeah. It's yeah. So so the idea is the book Brief created the Brief Lab, but this the book Noise creates this new program called Quiet Works, and it's if you go to the quietworkplace.com, there's some good stuff to read there. But it's the it's the value of quiet time to sit and prepare that briefing. Well, I'm going to take the time, and then when I explain it, they don't have to redo it right. because it was clear the first time versus you had to explain it you know, four times. Absolutely, and in turn is obviously more efficient and more productive. 
Yeah, no, it's, Ma- massively, massively. Absolutely. So, sir, you bring up a good point too. Like, if I got you know three hundred whatever people that I'm talking to, and assuming they're listening and paying attention, and I have their attention. But you talk about the concept of the elusive six hundred, and I don't want to give away too much from the book. But I, no, I, no, you can't. I, I, we could talk about what that is. I go spend your please, what that, please, because that's yeah, I mean, huge. Here, 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 here's how it works. If you think about the, re- the research that I this was explained to me like more than ten years ago, it just made so much sense to me. And they call the term the elusive six hundred. So the way it works is your brain processes consciously and subconsciously at a rate of about seven hundred and fifty words per minute. Mm-hmm. people speak at a rate of 150 words per minute. So if you do quick math, 750 words per minute of processing minus 150 words spoken gives an extra 600 words per minute for you to think about all these different things. So your audience, let's say you're doing a briefing with, with, with a group of people, they all have these 600 words that are in play. They might be thinking, what's for breakfast? What's next? Sure. This is confusing. She right. keeps on saying the word, um, I didn't, I'm hungry, whatever they're thinking about. So instead of assuming their attention, you've got to ensure they're paying attention by realizing how easily it is for them to get distracted while you're talking. What happens when people don't prepare is that they're thinking out loud. It's chaotic and it's not, it's not organized. It makes that elusive 600 go on fire. So all of a sudden it starts like, I don't want to reenlist or I don't like you as a boss or I, I, I think you said this, but I don't want to do that. And, and your mind is all over the place. Right. The job of the communicators to manage that. You got to manage people's elusive 600. And the only way to do that is taking time in advance to think about them. Right. How easy is it for them to get distracted? How many things are on the mind? Wouldn't they like that 20 minute explanation to be 10? What's right. the most important thing I need to say to them? And why would they care? Right. That all happens in quiet preparation before you even talk. And when people do that, your your audience is like, thank you, thank you, thank you. No, yep. oh, yeah, that's awesome. I I I've I've that is just a, that concept has resounded with me probably from the moment I heard it from your workshop. I've taken it with me. And I, I share it with as much people as I can. I'm like, look, especially seems like the higher in rank you go, the like you get paid by word. I don't know how that goes, but like you, it seems like they get paid by the word. Like, hey, man, like, loose of 600, do the math, check it out. And they're like, oh. And I was like, and that's assuming I was listening to you in the first place, right? Like, uh, yeah, no, that, that's huge. Um, yeah. But, uh, yes, sir. Yeah, one of the things that leaders, one of the things that leaders do, you just talked about, is like, as people, you know, listen to your podcast, you think about like people in their careers and people grow in their careers. They start at one level and they go to the next level. And, as people advance in leadership and they take on new roles, somehow they think that to be a good leader is to talk a lot. Right. And actually the opposite is true is the best leaders are really good listeners. And one of the benefits of being brief is it gives time back for you to ask questions and listen to people. Sure. So if you're leading people, I, I, you know, this is a, this is a skill that very few people are good at is be interested and give yourself time to say, all right, in this presentation, I'm going to stop and I'm going to ask people, okay, so I want to hear from you. Like, what are you thinking right now? Let's, let's stop. I'm not, I can talk all day, but let's stop. What do you think about this problem? Or how, oh, how would you propose fixing it? Or how do you feel about it? And then stop talking and listen to what they say. 
let them talk, have a conversation. That's People, huge. Leaders yeah. think that they have to talk like, no, they have to listen more. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, it's, it's huge. And I, we, I can't spread this enough because uh, it seems like every military briefing you sit in, it's very one-sided, very direct. And then you're blessed with the question slide at the end of the slideshow. But by then, no one cares, right? I've been I've been listening to you for forty seven slides. I I if I had a question, I don't care anymore to ask. Well, one of the, you know, Jose, one of the questions that I get in the courses that we lead is, you know, when I'm giving a presentation or briefing, when do I allow questions? And here's the answer: if it's if let's hypothetically forty seven slides, last slides. Um, if I were giving a forty seven slide presentation, I would plan within that presentation intermissions where I would stop and demand people ask a question or make a comment. Okay. Now, the way you do that is not in intuitive. So the way people typically do it is in the presentation, they go, any questions? That's not how you should do it. Okay. Especially in large groups because people don't feel comfortable asking questions in front of their peers because they right. look stupid. Right. So what you do is, this is the way I do it in the class, is I, I, I created this thing, I just made it up, but it's called QCO, Questions, Comments, or Observations. And I tell people, I want you to take a minute of quiet, take one minute of quiet, and I want you to all write down a question, a comment, or an observation that you have right now. And they write it down, and then they hand it in anonymously. Now, you as the speaker now have a conversation going because they're going to ask you questions. I would build those in as like little minute, think of them like chapter breaks or intermissions sure. in a movie. Okay. And you build it in, and then what you do is you're stopping. They call this technique, it's called checking in. Okay. It's like when you go to a really good restaurant, you check in, that the manager comes around, is everything okay? Are you sure. celebrating anything yes, special? Sir. Is anything I need to know? Versus finding out the end of the meal that you're that you're furious. Right. So in long presentations, you build those in, you insert them. In short ones, it does you can wait until the end. I mean by short I mean five minutes or ten minutes or less. Right. Um, but you need to give people permission to ask a question, but asking them on the spot like any questions isn't the answer. Like I'm gonna take let's take a thirty seconds to write down some questions you have and let give people a chance to think about it then write it down maybe it's a comment and then hand them in and then answer them and then proceed that's awesome changes everything absolutely that's that's awesome i'm definitely gonna steal that <laughs> i love that Please. Uh, well sir well uh this is a podcast about being brief uh so i, I do want to wrap it up but i i appreciate your time mr mccormick sir it's a huge honor to talk to you again uh, and, and share your work. So, hey, get the books. If you don't like reading, they're on Audible, so there's no excuse. You can't say, oh, I don't pay attention. But get it on Audible, right? Uh, go to the workshops. Go to the websites. We're going to link all your websites, sir, if uh, that's okay. Uh, make sure, yeah, make sure. sure everyone's tracking. But I can't yeah, thank you any, enough, and if sir. You're, yeah, if there's, and if there's anything else you need, let me know. But I, I just want to leave you, leave, leave your listeners with the thing. Is this is... The skill of how what, what Jose and I are talking about right now, the skill of how you communicate is incredibly important and you Absolutely. need to work at it you, and take time to prepare and quiet of thinking about the updates and recommendations and presentations and conversations that we're having. And, and many of them we have on the, on the fly without proper preparation, but the ones that we prepare for are always going to be better. Absolutely. Absolutely, sir. Oh, thank you so much, sir. My pleasure. Mr. Joe McCormick, thank you so much, sir. Have a great day.